Hello. Uh, back again. Uh, it has been a long time since I've done a podcast. Uh, for those of you who have uh, been listening and enjoying, I apologize. Uh, got caught up in the whole holidays uh, and all of that stuff going on. Also uh, had some issues personally uh, that I had to take care of, had to deal with. Uh, but am uh, we are here in a brand new year. I am feeling good, and life is returning back to as much of a normal as normal can be. And so uh, the podcast has been on my mind, and I wanted to uh, do another podcast to add on to the series that I started way back when, uh, Series of Faith. Uh, for those of you who have listened uh, you'll remember that the first one, uh, we talked about Queen Esther and Mordecai and uh, the faith of Mordecai. And then we went all the way back to Genesis, to the story of Abraham and Isaac, where Abraham was uh, commanded by God to sacrifice his son Isaac in uh, what, in my opinion, took great faith on his part to uh, follow through with what the Lord commanded him to do. And now we're going to jump ahead in the Old Testament. We're going to go to the book of Daniel. And for those of you who might be trying to get ahead of me and say, oh, we're going to go to the lion's den. No, we're not. Uh, Wow. Daniel was a young man who displayed great faith uh, to his God and loyalty to his God. And I think that loyalty is a huge part of what your faith should be. I think having faith means that you are loyal to what it is you place your faith in. And Daniel had tremendous amounts of both. But instead, I want to talk about uh, the other three young men that were mentioned in the book of Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Uh, these were three young men that came at the same time as Daniel did. Uh, they became elevated by the king. And they uh, were in charge of the area of Babylon. Now, the king, Nebuchadnezzar, around the same time that he had elevated them, uh, decided to build a statue or was convinced to build a statue. And it was a statue of himself, uh, 90 feet tall, this huge, just very ornate very uh, expensive-looking statue. And what his people, the folks that were close to him, that wanted to uh, keep him in control and were fearful of these young men like Daniel and like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, uh, were constantly looking for ways to make the king view them with lesser opinion of them. And so they convinced him to build this statue, and an order went out that when a trumpet sounded, didn't matter what you were doing, where you were at, you were to stop and kneel down and pay homage to the statue, to this idol. Well, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, being the good Jewish boys that they were, there was no way that they could do that. Because one of the, the the very first commandment is, "Thou shalt have no idol before me." 
So there was no way that they could do this. The people that were around the king wanting to uh, use this to destroy these three young men, they knew this. So this was part of their plan. And they said, you know, so if, if somebody doesn't bow down to the king, they should be punished. They should be thrown into the royal furnace, which, I mean, that's really strange to me. And I hope it's odd to you as well that somebody would have a furnace uh, that they would use as punishment by taking the people and throwing them into it and letting them be burned alive. Uh, much different culture and time back then. Uh, things were a lot more severe and horrific at times, and, and this is definitely a punishment that falls into that category. But, so that was their plan. That's what they did. And, and basically, they, they set up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego because they knew they would fail this test. So sure enough, the, the trumpet sounds, everybody bows down except for these three, and these people around the king immediately run up to them and say, ooh, ooh, king, they hadn't bowed down, they hadn't bowed down. And this, uh, this infuriates Nebuchadnezzar. And so he, he commands that the three of them be brought to him. And... He, uh, he tells them that if they don't do this, they're going to be thrown into the fire. And this is, this is a pivotal moment because, you know, let's be honest. If you, like me, are somebody who is a person of faith and you have placed your faith in the Lord God and in Jesus Christ, His Son, the Savior of the world, then there are those moments that you come upon where you have to be willing to stand for that faith. And, and, and this is something as I get older that, that, that I, I, I roll around in my mind is, do I have this kind of faith? Do I have the faith of the martyrs of old? And do I have the faith of a, of a Shadrach and a Meshach or an Abednego? Because when they come to this moment and they're told, we're going to blow, and they never can answer. It's, it's telling them this. Look, I'm fixing to blow the trumpet, and when I do, y'all are going to bow down, or I'm going to have you thrown into the fire. You're going to be thrown into the furnace. You're going to be destroyed. And these three young men look at him, and this is their response to it. This is in the third chapter of Daniel, uh, uh, in the 16th verse, or 17th verse, excuse me. And their answer to them is this. If the God we serve exists, then he can rescue us from the furnace of blazing fire, and he can rescue us from the power of you, the king. But even if he does not rescue us, that's big. When you see but, when you see somebody in the Bible say but, there's something big coming. And so, they say in verse 18, but even if he does not rescue us, we want you as king to know that we will not serve your gods or worship the gold statue you set up. Wow. They have said that they have so much faith in their God that there is no way that they can serve or bow down to anything other than him, even if it means they die. That's martyrdom. 
that that's that's just huge to to have a faith like that to say I'm willing to die for what I believe in. That's something that I think in a lot of ways the Christian church has lost because we're not under any threat. You know, we, we don't have the, the, the punishment or the threat of death hovering over us as Christians do in other places around the world. But this, this statement that they make, to have that kind of faith, to, to be able to look at them and say, look, you can say whatever you want to say. You can do whatever you want to do. My faith is in my God who I know can rescue me. He can take me out of your hand or he can place me in your hand. And I'm okay with either one. That's basically what they told the king. They told the king, he can take me out of your hand and rescue me or he can put me in your hand to be destroyed. And either way, I'm okay with it. And either way, you need to know that he's still God and that he's still the only one that I will serve. That's a faith that I hope I have. That's a faith that I hope other people see in me to be like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, to be able to stand and say, Good times, bad times, life, death, it doesn't matter. All that matters is that I serve the one true God of heaven and earth. That's an incredible faith. Uh, I would invite you to to go back and find a Bible. Go to Daniel chapter 3. Daniel's not really that long of a book. Read the entire book. Look at, uh, look, look more closely at the faith that those three young men show. The faith that Daniel shows, too, because uh, Daniel is constantly under pressure uh, from these people that surround the king that don't want to lose their position in their place. Uh, so the entire book is really a, a good statement of faith. But that, those two verses in chapter 3, uh, they have always struck me because of the the power and the the veracity of that statement to say our God can save us, but I need you to know, King, that even if He doesn't, He still is God, and He still is the only one I serve. Uh, as always, if you have questions or comments, I welcome either one. Uh, if you you think I'm out of my mind, you can tell me that as well. I, it doesn't really matter to me. Uh, but I hope this new podcast finds you in this new year uh, in a good place and in a place where hopefully God is speaking to you, whether it's through this or through something else. Uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, I, my hope and my prayer for this new year is that God will use 
me will use others to expand his reach. Uh, and, and that's all that I think I want my life to be about anymore, is to just be a tool in the hands, uh, in the hands of my God. Uh, so, like I said, questions or comments, uh, hit me up. Otherwise, uh, I will be looking and thinking about what the next story of faith I want to share with you is, and hopefully I will do it a little bit quicker than I did this time. Uh, Thank you for listening. See you again next time. That's all I got.